If the Bible's got you tied in knots If you're burdened with religious thoughts Come grab a drink and join the choir It's Heretic Happy Hour Welcome, everyone, to a very, very special episode of the Heretic Happy Hour podcast. This is the Heretic of the Year award show. And yes, we are so glad you're with us. So much excitement, so much great stuff going on. Real quick, my name is Keith Giles, um, one of your co-hosts here. I am uh, the author of the best-selling Jesus Un series and also founder of the Square One course and online community for people that are going through deconstruction and reconstruction of their faith. That's right. Oh, and, pr- um, the producer's back. Woo! Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> and real quick, our, our next session starts Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2022. If uh, that sounds like something you're interested in, please let me know. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and all that. And I'd uh, love to connect you with those lovely people. And I am joined by Katie, Derek, and Matt, uh, or Matt, Derek, and Katie. Say hi. Did you just say Valentine's Day? Yes. Woo-hoo. Yes, it I is. I feel like you're doing free promotional for... <laughs> that, that does not deserve that soundbite at all. I feel like you're doing free promotional for, the, like, obviously the best episodes of the year. Ah, smell a takeover! Right. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Hey, everyone. I'm Katie Valentine, and I am the founder of the Metaphysical Christian of Thresholds for the Soul. Um, today, I have Reiki on my mind, form of energy healing. I'm offering my first Reiki one training ever in a few weeks. So I'm excited about that. Excited about being here. Let's let's talk. A, let's recap 2021. Yeah, boy. And I am Derek Day. I am the host or of the Ford podcast and the co-host of this podcast and also the author of the Love Minus Religion blog on Pathios, which I actually wrote something yes. to start off the year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I am going to have another choir book this year, and I haven't decided yet whether it's going to be Deconstruction religion, deconstructing religion, part two, burn that shit to the ground, or quantum spirituality, but it'll be one of those. <laughs> All right. Well, Derek, what, Derek, what do you mean another? This will be your first, right? What? First choir. First choir. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're right. It would Wait, be. Isn't Derek part first. of uh, the bestseller? Well, yeah, yes. which which we should probably, we should remind our lovely yeah. listeners about. If you haven't yet picked up before you lose your mind, first off, why not? Second off, you got to do it. I've heard rave reviews. I've heard I've heard less than rave reviews, but um, <laughs> by some people, <laughs> so far as I know, it's only ninety nine cents. It on, is ninety nine uh, cents Kindle, on Kindle. And, yep. and so yes, Derek and Katie were involved with a uh, a bunch of other choir authors old vets and and new authors to choir. So uh, yeah, that makes me Matt DiStefano. I'm one of the authors and I also blog on Pathios at All Set Free. So go check that out. And also uh, one last shameless plug before we get rolling, uh, Apostates Anonymous has relaunched. So yes, yes. Jesus Christ. I'm 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 just going to put it, I'm going to put it out here. I'm fucking pissed that I wasn't getting, I wasn't invited to participate (laughs) in that. 
Because <laughs> Valentine's Day. There's an apostate in this bunch. I'm not a member of Valentine's Day, so look at look at we didn't want to like oversaturate the market and we're just waiting for Valentine's Day to become its own podcast. And I want to leave space for that. We're trying to get space for you. We're appreciative of that uh, that spaciousness. Yeah, okay. How, yeah, how are we gonna fill that space, Gary? I got I got ideas. <laughs> I got I got ideas too. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. I'm excited. I'm excited about the Apostates Anonymous re recast. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Me too. Me too. It's, I mean it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's already out. The second episode came out. What? You Derek and Katie, you're you're more than welcome to come on whenever you'd like. Yeah, there you go. No, that's okay. I'm not gonna I'm not coming on your show, goddamn it. <laughs> I'm not well, gonna fine. participate. Don't give a fuck. The same fees as Heritage Caviar? That's yes, right, yeah. Katie. We have sponsors though. We do have sponsors. Yeah, we do. We do have good sponsors. All right. So uh hey, uh well this is this is a special episode. Uh we're doing the Heritage of the Year, but before we jump to that, right, I think we we do have time, right, for a for a special announcement. Is that right, Derek? Do we have time for a special announcement? Sorry. Holy fuck! So we yeah, actually yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what? I've got workflowy up here. Y'all bear <laughs> with me for just a second. Don't edit this out. This is funny. <laughs> this is yeah. yeah this is dead air is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned. If, if there, there's it. nothing better than dead air for podcasting. Hey, no, you know what? Some somebody burp or fart. You know that that'll that'll fill fill the empty space. Okay, so if you want to connect with the Heretic Happy Hour podcast, you can do so by exercising some fucking finger dexterity and dialing two four zero three four three seven three seven nine. Once again, it's two four zero three four three seven three. Seven nine, and I believe that we have a voicemail. So roll that beautiful voicemail footage. Hey guys, today is the day that I need to call and say thank you to all of you. Um, discovered your podcast about three weeks ago, and I have been binge listening, and just got through to the Rain Wilson episode, which was so fun. Um, so I have listened from uh, the very beginning. And uh, I've gotten so much out of this. I didn't know I've been deconstructing. I didn't know that was a word and that there are so many of us out there doing the same thing. Very, very exciting to uh, join you all on this journey. And um, it's been quite a ride. Your podcast, I want more, uh, as, as much more as you guys want to put out there, I will avidly listen to. Um, I'm sad that I can no longer sit with you guys four or five hours a day. I'm retired, so I have time. Um, I was able to listen to many episodes in a day and uh, laughed out loud and um, went back with my husband, who's also worked really on this journey together, and went back and listened to some of the biggies, the Carlton Pearson and Richard Rohr and uh, Greg Boyd and... Uh, uh, Brad Jerzak, and so re-listened to some of those interviews um, together and really enjoyed those ones. And um, it's it's been really good. I'm going to say we found you guys just through kind of deconstructing. Uh, part of that for us has been YouTube and watching um, 
uh, near-death experiences, and that got us to Melissa Denise, who interviewed Keith Giles. So Keith Giles was interesting to us. We had been vineyard from uh, early 80s to the mid-90s. We were with different vineyard churches as we moved from Santa Barbara to L.A. and then to the Silicon Valley. And uh, so we were longtime vineyard and thought, oh, a vineyard pastor. So um, that's what brought us to your podcast. And then just so relating with Keith uh, in a lot of where he was coming from and um, really appreciating Matt's voice. It's funny, Matt, just coming off your rather laid back style makes you sound like, you know, and, and you're, you're on the younger side from my perspective. Um, but you come out with just this depth of knowledge, the, I think, life experience, but also just obviously very scholarly, which has been really fun to, uh, to, to try to understand what you're talking about and listen to. We very much enjoyed Jamal, both my husband and I really related to him. I think part of our deconstruction was listening to conversations with God. I really appreciate adding uh, Katie and Derek to the podcast has really enriched and enlivened the conversation and just kept the quality up. You guys are doing so good. Um, I love all of you and really appreciate all that you're doing. And I will leave you with a Beatles quote. I am me and you are me and we are all together. I love you guys. In the midnight hour, she cried more, more, more. With a rebel yell, she cried more, 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 more. I, I, you know, I always thought that Beliano song he was saying, she cried mo, 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 and I'm thinking, who the hell's mo? But anyway, um, did she say her name? <laughs> I missed her name there at the end if she said her name. But um, thank you, wow, for such a long and but very wonderful and encouraging uh, and very detailed uh, <laughs> 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 uh, appreciation of our podcast. By the way, if you love the Heritage Happy Hour, you binge the whole thing, God bless you. That, that's awesome. If you want more of that, um, head over to Patreon because we've got Mo, so, Mo, Mo. Yeah, so much Mo over there. Uh, extra, extra podcast stuff, extra conversations, extra interviews. Yeah, go check that out. But Wow, that was uh, that was really cool. Thank you. And I'll just say that yes, I, I am very laid back because generally I'm high and I don't drink caffeinated <laughs> coffee any longer. So it's <laughs> it's a fairly easy equation. But yes, thank you for the lovely, lovely uh, voicemail. And Keith, you forgot to to mention the uh, what the link is. So it's Patreon.com/slash Heretic Happy Hour, and there are over a hundred posts. So if you have binged everything and you want Mo, then get on over there and and get Mo. There's at least another another two or three days worth of content, you know, if you just binge it straight through. There you go. And her name was Adina, if we we missed that at the end. Yes, thank you, Adina. Thank you, producers. No, Adina. Adina, that was so sweet. Thank you. That kind of made my day, Um, you know. Uh, even podcasters have really long days uh, that are sometimes full of frustrating comments. And this was like the perfect antidote and bombed them all. Um, so, so glad you're on the journey and that we are, we're companions with you in your, in your earbuds for you and your husband. That's wonderful. But you know what, you know, what we're here for the reason we're here. It's, it's the heretic of the year award show. And also um, known as the Javanji, if I'm, if I'm not that's mistaken. Right. Wait, so yes. Where's Jamal? 
Didn't he, doesn't he help right. us pronounce? Uh, doesn't he help us? Well, did you text him? Right, we, texted, we texted him, and yeah. in true Jamal fashion, he is late. So we, we yeah. just had to start. We had to start the show without him. You know, he might show up at some point. He, right? He may pop in. And he's on a physical time. I get it. That's right. Time yeah. doesn't I get exist. it. I'm with time, him there. Time, time doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. That's right. But uh, but yeah. So if you didn't know, if you if you uh, don't, this is our second annual Heretic of the Year award. So we did this. Uh, we did an award show for uh, Heretic of the Year in the previous year, and that was. Um, our winner for that one was, uh, oh, Kristen Dumay, uh, That's right. the author of uh, Jesus and John Wayne, writing a great book. And by the way, look look what it's done to her career. Oh my gosh, she is now everywhere. Yeah, and she you know Who cares what? about correlation versus causation. That's right. Well, yeah, it, it was because of us. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, look at Ray and Wilson. Ray Wilson, he's exactly he's now he's huge. And by the way, that our 2020 Heretic of the Year aired a year ago today, the day we're recording this. Oh, no. It's a little synchronicity. I'm just saying. The stars have aligned. So, exactly. Um, essentially, uh, the, <laughs> the way, the way it, it works, I mean, we've got this down to a science now. So uh, the way it works is like the four of us, each of us nominated one person. And, and, and to be eligible, you have to actually have been a heretic of the week on that previous year's, uh, you know, uh, episodes of the podcast. And so, uh, each of us nominated a different person. And then we put up, uh, polls in both Heresy After Hours group, the Facebook group. That's the free group. And we also put a poll in the Heretic Happy Hour group. That's the private group exclusively for our patrons. Uh, and we let them vote. And then there's, uh, you know, there's favoritism and some of the things that happen behind the scenes we can't talk about. And then, but, but then with all of that, with all of that, we, we accept bribes. Yeah, <laughs> in the interim, yes, that's, that's everyone wants to be the heretic of the year. Your bribes are welcome. Yes, yeah, like, well, that's true. It may not get you anywhere, but we would really appreciate yeah the money. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess before we go, we probably, money. We should probably talk about who are the nominees and why. Uh, so each of us had somebody. Uh, do we want to go around and just say who we nominated and why we nominated them? Yeah, let's go around the circle, Derek. Who did you nominate? Himant Mata. Yeah. The, the friendly atheist. So I, friendly. And, you know, and now, here's the thing. I have to say this, that part of it was driven by the fact that I am the resident atheist and that he is an atheist. Hey! And, 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 that, and that appealed to me. But he was very, very knowledgeable, very, very friendly, and very, very fun. I enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, he was, um, I, I like him and I, I also talked to him on Apostates Anonymous too. We kind of hit both podcasts. So I got to know him even a little bit better. And he was just one of those guys where he, he was not trying to ram anything down your throat or say you're stupid if you believe in whatever you believe. It, we just had a great conversation and same on here. It was just like, he was, he was not bullshitting as the friendly atheist. He was super friendly, but like you said, like he had his beliefs. I had mine. We had ours. And it was totally dope. I will say that was one of the conversations that I thought about the longest when we were off air. Like it kept, I just kept on thinking about it because he was very thoughtful. Wait a minute, Katie, are you becoming an atheist? <laughs> no, I don't think, no, but I appreciate a good conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I appreciate a thoughtful and like friendly, friendly versus angry any day of the week. I, I, yeah. I just had to throw that out there because, you know, you accuse me of being an Orthodox Christian. You have trying to find the ecumenical councils and the bishops about the body. What can I say? God damn it. All right. So who, uh, who's next? I nominated Kevin Max because my 16-year-old self was really happy with that interview and, uh, and you know, having, having music. And I thought Kevin was a great, uh, great guest. And it was just really fun uh, to have that. Um, so someone who has been, I wouldn't say like influential necessarily, but someone who's been in my periphery. And I've been to the concerts. Y'all went to like several of the concerts of DC Talk when I was a teen. Uh, so that was, to me, that was just really fun. And I love it. I think it was uh, Kevin that we asked, why did you get kicked out of Liberty? And he, he was like, yeah, not answering that. and just moved right on. I love the fact that, that we have people like him, Dustin Kenstrew of Thrice, Derek oh, yeah. Webb. Like, yeah. it's, it's not just like, let's get a bunch of people who write books and do the same things that many of us do. It's like yeah. musicians actors and, and and so it's we try to you know and, and kevin was one of them and, yeah. and i got i gotta be honest like i was not into any christian music growing up so i was i was spared that whole genre and i think i'm better for it not not, not a knock on kevin but i just christian music just really to quote peter griffin grinds my gears yeah absolutely <laughs> yep but it, so, but apparently it did even back in your your days. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I was yeah, a musician back in the day, and then, I, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I can't, I can't handle this musically. I will say too, um, since that uh, you know interaction with Kevin, like you know talking to him first on Twitter, and then you know inviting him on to the podcast, and I've talked to him a couple of times since then, just you know off, you know, just talking on the phone and stuff, and. um He's a genuinely great guy. I got to say, he's a really wonderful human being. Uh, he would agree with a lot of what your your critiques and criticisms about you know Christian music industry as somebody who was in it and saw it from the inside. You know, he, yeah. he saw how the sausage is made, kind of a thing. It's sausage. <laughs> his yeah, his very public um, deconstruction process has been really painful for him. I mean, I've talked to him. It's been a, it's been really hard for him. Probably. Harder than, you know, a lot of people go through, um, just as far as like the kind of critiques he gets from people, you know, uh, people that feel like they have permission to read into his motivations and, you know, he was never really a Christian or he's just trying to get attention or whatever. So, um, yeah, I know it's been, and that's been rough and I want to give him a plug, by the way, he has a, he has a new band called the sad astronauts and they have a new album that just came out and it is freaking amazing. It's great album. Go check out the sad astronauts. Matt, who is your uh, choice? My choice was Linda K. Klein. And I, I chose, I nominated her because, well, for one, her interview is fantastic. And for two, her book, Pure, I think is really liberating for anyone who's been harmed by the purity culture. And I think it was important to nominate her for that because there are so many people who, who grew up even even if you didn't have the language, you kind of had that culture mentality, even if you didn't call it purity culture. Because we didn't, my wife and I didn't um, call it that necessarily. We didn't have that sort of language. But it was, it was that certainly. And it's super harmful. And I think Linda has done a great job with her writing in critiquing it, but also being super vulnerable and being open about her own life and sharing her own stories and talking to so many other women. And um, so I can't recommend her book pure enough. 
Oh, that's good. She's she was great, great. And then that whole purity thing too is uh, it's so it's been so destructive to so many people. I guess I was kind of an adult when that stuff was going on, so it didn't affect me as much. But so many people that I've talked to, like especially in the Square One group, there's so many people, especially women who have shared their stories of how that purity culture stuff just really messed them up. Uh, and still, it's in many ways, still is messing them up. There's things that they're still trying to unlearn and, you know, tapes they have to get out of their head that are playing about what's good and what's evil and what's sinful. And It's strange how it pops up, like purity culture things, thoughts, things. They'll pop, it'll like pop up in the strangest ways. Like, And I'll think like, and I wasn't even that entrenched, but I was definitely like, I signed a little card. Like I, you know, I was at least, at least surface involved and but the messages got through, but something will pop up and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't know. I still believe that. I didn't know I still had that, you know, so it's really insidious. Yeah. So I really appreciate her, her work too. So um, thank you for the nomination, uh, Matt, around that. And I feel like that laid the groundwork for me to be able to say magical hoo-ha in 2021. Oh, that's right. that's going to continue. There's going to be more. Yep. That was actually during the whole purity culture thing. I was actually a gigolo, so I I really can't speak to that. Okay, I I don't know if you're kidding or serious about that. (laughs) Um, And I don't want to really dig too deep there. I'm not sure I want (laughs) to go very very far there. People know the part I'm playing. All right, so my nominee finally was um, Elizabeth Schrader. Oh my gosh. Uh, she's also someone I've really gotten, really enjoyed getting to know, um, since we've done the interview with her. And so if you don't know who she is, Elizabeth Schrader, uh, is a young woman who, not a scholar, she's actually was a musician. She's actually put out records as well, put out several albums and even played, uh, like she's been on TV and she's done some tours and things like that, um, as a recording artist. And then, but she was just always very fascinated with Mary Magdalene. And one day she went to like walk down to like some library and pulled out like a Greek manuscript of the Gospel of John and um, using Google Translate was like trying to understand the Greek, uh, what she was reading and some other resources she had there in the library and managed to discover something that scholars, New Testament scholars have never freaking noticed ever. Like the fact that um, there were additions made to the oldest version of the Gospel of John that we have to erase Mary Magdalene. And she has now since become a doctoral student working on her, uh, her degrees, you know, to, to do all this kind of professionally and, um, has published a paper on this now, which now is, has been reviewed by whatever committee it is that will eventually get this research that she's done, maybe eventually put into some of our Bibles and her study Bibles that when you read that part of the Gospel of John, there'll be an asterisk or a footnote that says, by the way, uh, the oldest copies of the Gospel of John we have uh, don't say that. They say something else or there is an indication that, you know, things are added or changed or erased. Other ancient manuscripts have a different uh, translation. That's what I'll say in the footnotes there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then but she's uh, it's amazing. So check out the interview if you haven't heard that episode with her. Um, it's fascinating, the, the scholarship of what she's found. And it, it adds even more. Uh, you know, fuel to the fire of the idea that, yep, early on, there was a, there was a little bit of a beef between Peter and Mary Magdalene, and uh, there was an, a concerted effort to sort of diminish Mary Magdalene and erase her from, uh, from the story, which is pretty, pretty shocking stuff. I had, I had a lot of fun with that interview just because I got to talk a lot of shop about ancient manuscripts. 
with her. So it was, I, I got to geek out. It was really fun. For those, uh, for those who are wondering, those episodes, we'll just go real quick. Uh, Elizabeth Schrader was episode 95, if you want to go back and listen to that. Kevin Max was 97. Hemet Mehta was 99. And Linda K. Klein, if I'm correct, was 113. So you so, want to binge? Listen, like go. Adina that's, did. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You start at 95, go through 113. You're all set for 2021. Right. All right. So are we are we prepared to uh just listen to everything from me and Katie for <laughs> that's reasonable. That's, that's totally that's right. reasonable. Sure, that's Valentine's Day in there. Well, uh, so, do we have a drum roll? Yeah, I think we should do this. Who's gonna do it? We didn't decide because Jamal's not here. Who's gonna read this? I, I issue the heretic of the week. That's my job every every episode is to announce yep. the heretic of the week. Well, do the goddamn I'll thing. Get out of your way. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right, this year, the Javanji is going to Hemet Meta. Congratulations, Hemet. Yeah! A friendly atheist. We're so excited. You are the winner. And I think that we are blessed. Um, and we're going to give praise to Jesus here, right, for our friendly atheist. Yes. So can join me in a hallelujah. I think that we have a thank you speech. So I want to thank the Lord, my God, and my personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Direct from heaven himself. All right. Let's cue that up and let's, let's hear this, the wonderful words. Wow. Heretic of the year. That's awesome. Thank you so much for this incredible honor that I just learned about 47 minutes ago. As a blogger who does most of my work by myself, it's really nice to be appreciated. Honestly, it's just nice to know that the stuff I write or make videos about actually get seen by anyone because it's entirely possible I am writing for an audience of me. I stopped checking my analytics a long while ago. Honestly, it's nice to have an online interaction that doesn't lead to someone pushing mute or block immediately afterwards. In all seriousness, I do appreciate this. I appreciate anyone who's listened, watched, or read anything I've put out there. And I will add this award to the list of things my parents will never be proud of. But I'm proud of it. And I look forward to the Caribbean vacation I assume I am now legally entitled to. Yes, you are legally entitled to it, but very unlikely to ever actually receive it. Yes. Yeah, and if, and if, you, if you sue us for not taking you on that vacation, we don't have the money, so you're not going to get anything anyway. Yeah, as soon as yeah. we get our, our first 10 sponsors, uh, that'll we'll, we'll cash that check. Yeah. How fun yeah. is it that we had an atheist win the Heretic of the Year this year? There you go. I think I think we're just proving the evangelicals who hate our show correct that we are a dangerous, dangerous we podcast. Are so we're dangerous. We're the I love it. <laughs> These guys are dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well. So twenty twenty one. Well, you know, you know, in many ways, for a lot of people, twenty twenty one was really not a great year. But only kind of just like looking at the Heritage Happy Hour podcast. It was a really awesome year. It says uh, I, we had some really excellent uh, episodes. We did some great series. So I'm just curious. I mean, we talked about the um, we talked about the different people that we nominated, but um, I'm curious what you guys would say looking back on 2021 on the Heritage Happy Hour podcast. You know, what was your favorite episode? Was did you have a favorite series? Uh, were there any other Heritage of the Week last year that that really stood out to you? Um, 
you know, how do we kind of sum this up? Yeah, it may be helpful just to go through the different series that we had because they were, when I was looking back through it, they're pretty substantial. So um, would it help if I just named those to start with? Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so we started, the, we started the year with the clobber passages. And, and like kind of exploring and then un, uh, kind of rewinding some of those clever passages and looking at some more affirming passages for the different audiences. Um, and then after that, I think we went direct, directly to the parables, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's Other sad. than the one-offs that we had, yeah, that was our next a series. One-offs, yeah, that weren't really part of series. Uh, yeah, but we we had a really nice, um, we had a really nice series. I thought on the parables, and then we went right into the crazy stories, the like eating shit and porn in the Bible, <laughs> talking <to> animals. <laughs> <all> <laughs> yeah, it was stupid shit the Bible says. That was that yeah, was a great story. The Bible says we had a great one-off <laughs> episode one fifteen, the Valentine's Day uh, hostile takeover part two, um, and then after that, that was okay. Was, was that, well, yeah, I know. Well, well, you were at the nudist colony, so that's you know, I had a great time. I like Here's the thing, you know that every day could be Valentine's Day. Every day That's is Valentine's right. Day. Every day. That should be the tagline for your so you guys when you do your little podcast or your side podcast. Every day is Valentine's Day. Welcome to Valentine's Day podcast. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I love the tag. Like we have, we have the, we have all the, um, extraneous stuff for the podcast, like set and ready to go. Um, yeah. And so then we ended after that, we ended with, uh, the pillars of the faith and that kind of crosses over into 2022. There you go. Well, I think it was pretty pretty much a consensus that the parables was one of our favorite episodes to do. Yeah, I, 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 I've got to say that. Listen, I don't give a fuck about anything biblical, but but the parable series was an absolute hoot. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I think one of the funnest parts was writing our own, and, yeah. I, and I would I would hope that in twenty twenty two we can have a part two and maybe even do something similar where we either write our own, we have to guess who wrote it or something to that. that, something to that effect. But I loved interpreting each other's parables and not getting an interpretation from the author. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that was actually the most exciting part of it too, was that, uh, and I love that series too, that, but that, that episode where we each read our own parables and, and the other, the person wasn't allowed to sort of like answer questions or whatever. That was actually so instructive because it made you realize that, hey, yeah, I mean, why? what makes us assume that we know what the intentions were? We really don't know those things. And that makes it added another dimension to the parables that I never even considered before. And I love it. And actually, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the things I learned, I, I learned a lot from that parable series. Some of that stuff showed up in my blog post. Some of, those, some of that stuff from that series showed up in my books. Because it was like, it was so rich. There was so many great, so much great stuff that I learned in that. And I do hope we do it. Like, I'm just going to say, we have to do it, part two of the Parable series this year. We have well, Not only that, I, I, I have to say this, that hearing each one of you do a rendition of a parable was fucking amazing. It was fun, yeah. That, to me, that, that's, that, that was the, you know, that was a big thing. I mean, Listen, if you're going to talk about Bible and you're to go, I mean, if you're going to pick a subject, talk about Jesus and these parables. And that is absolute fun. But yeah, when you guys each did an individual 
repairable yourselves, that was just absolute gold. Yeah, no, so I'm curious, when, when we all decided to do this, like when we set, got this idea, hey, let's each write our own parable. How did you feel about that? Because like, honestly, part of me was thinking in the back of my mind, can I do this? I wasn't sure I could pull this off. It was like, because I, I, I've never done this before. I've never tried to write a parable. Like, was it intimidating at all for any of you guys? What did you think about it? Nope. Really? Nope. No. I mean, listen, I, I, my Aunt Jane, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it, it's like trying to come up with something that I think has an underlying lesson, but that is funny as hell. And and I really believe that that Jesus, when he gave these parables, that I think that he was actually exercising a bit of a sense of humor with this. And so... To me, hearing all of you guys doing all of your parables, that that was just funny as fuck. That's Did all. anybody I, else? Came? I wasn't nervous. I um, I like a, a, eons ago, two decades ago, uh, the the church where I served as a children's coordinator, we did a family like a family Bible study, and all at the end of it, families came in with their own. And I kept on thinking about um, so I don't remember exactly what the parable was, but this really lovely family had one where they um. They, they put styrofoam in a microwave as their kind of like modern day parable. And so it, you know, it shrinks and, and, and oh, I, I don't wow. remember what it was a sort of metaphor for, you know, uh, or how, as we talked about, parables aren't metaphors, but I don't remember right, what the right. lesson was and the takeaway was in it. But I remember thinking, ooh, that's good. And I was trying to come up with a styrofoam in a microwave parable and couldn't quite do it. But my own body produced all the parable I needed with unwanted, weird, unsightly hairs in my middle age. And what's funny, I remember, oh, that, that I remember was... your, your parable, Katie. It was so different and so unique. It's such, it's such an interesting subject matter that you used about this hair on your face. And again, that's the, that's the power of the parable, right? Is like, I can't forget it because I remember the way you told the story. The element in the story is why I remember it. And I think that was really interesting too. I got more. I could write a different parable every week on that. Well, and you got to geek out, and you left off. You left off gaps in the text because oh, yeah. you know. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We're, awesome. we're, we're working that with was, what we're working with. You know, fancy. That's genius. Yeah. Cool. I, so I enjoyed the parable series. I also I really enjoyed the clobber series because we got to unclobber. Yeah. And I, I think that that was kind of a brainstorm we had in the middle of it. We were like, we can't just like talk about all the terror of these passages. And so I, I really appreciated and had fun with like, let's also talk about what's, what can be affirming. Yeah. That was really yeah. important, really, um, really fun to do and fun to see myself, I think in the stories in that way. I agree. I, I agree. I think the, for me, the beauty of being able to have this podcast and to tell, to do a whole series on those kind of passages too, is to like, um, like you said, hopefully unclobber some of those passages so that, people don't feel shamed and they don't feel, um, you know, marginalized and things like that. So that, that was really important. And I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to do that. And I do hope that people, if you haven't heard those episodes, go check those out. Those are great. Any other favorites? Yeah. Any other favorite episodes or heretics of the week or anything? It's, it's, it's hard to, to think back on, I mean, 2021 was like a dumpster fire version 2.0. So it's like, it's hard to remember what was in 20. You know, I look back on some of these old, episodes and they're not even that old they're like a year old it, it seems like they're three years old sometimes you know, know. You, don't, you don't remember where the episodes line up where, when we did what and well but, okay uh, i gotta say 
the the ones where we pretended to be the heretics of the week, like Michael Cervantes. That and, was fun. And yeah. Marcian, like I had so hilarious. much fun. That was really awesome. So, so I, I, I enjoyed those a lot. In a parable, but I was soaked through <laughs> being Mary Magdalene. Like, <laughs> you were nervous about that. This is hell. It was fun, so I was nervous. <laughs> well, because you know what's so funny about that? Because it was kind of unscripted. People, people probably think we had sort of scripted. You're going to ask us the, these questions, and these are the answers. Well, we didn't know. It was like, okay, go. You're you're Michael Cervantes. You're Mary Magdalene, right? You're Martian, whatever. And it's like. And I'm just doing this stupid voice, and I don't know what you're going to ask me, and I don't know how to answer the question. So it's uh, that was that did add a measure of like putting ourselves on the spot like that. But I think we all did a great job. It was a blast. We had, a, we had so much fun doing that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, if you, if you think about it, the whole heretic thing that we did, that was really good improv. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it hey, wasn't um, bad. I got to say, though, we, I don't think we can wrap this up, though. It, going, you know, thinking back over 2021 without saying something about our pal, pal. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I was done with him, but all right. <laughs> well, I mean, that was last year was the year that our hotline literally had to be basically unplugged from the wall, taken over <laughs> to the corner, washed and cleansed and desanitized. Um, it, it got so full um how many messages were they oh my god over, over 70 over 70 voicemails i oh i don't god. remember how many i used for the episode hours. probably was, like 20 yeah it was 15. a couple hours worth of yeah i had the best i had the best um text message from a from a friend and colleague if you're listening you know who you are uh back in chico that uh he said he was like i kept on waiting for that episode for you guys to like come on the air and do and like talk about <laughs> critiques and he was like finally after 30 minutes i finally realized that wasn't happening that this it's is not a little bit of a joke <laughs> but he was getting like offended on our behalf and then <laughs> so thank you for the support you know actually you know we we missed this pal should have been the heretic no, of the no, year no 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 we don't want to poke the hornet's nest there. i'm probably going to repent that i even brought it up well yeah so um i agree pal our pal pal our Wonderful series, everything. It was, it was, a, it was the strangest year, like in my uh, my human history. But here to Happy Hour, really, really fun year, really fun year. So, should we talk a little bit about what's what's coming up in twenty twenty two? Oh yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. we're not going to leave you bereft and forlorn, listeners. It doesn't end here. We, uh, as you've heard, we probably have more parables uh, that are coming up. We uh, we had a lot of fun. We're looking forward to doing that. We're going to start the year off, though, or starting in February of 2022 uh, with a bang. And we've listened to you. We've been talking to you online. We get your emails and your voicemails. And one thing that we're realizing is that you would love some options. And so we are going to give you some options for how to think theologically in maybe ways that might be really new for you. So we're starting off with a series that's called the Decolonizing Series. And we have these amazing, amazing guests who are going to join us as co-hosts uh, for six episodes at least to start with. And we're going to tell you all about these different kinds of ways to think about the holy, like ways to think about your spiritual journey that may be brand new. Um, so we're moving away from some of the old guard ways of thinking and introducing you to brand new, brand new ways. Um, so should we, should we get even more granular or should we leave it to be mysterious? Well, I, I think, 
Yeah, we can at least let them know the topics that we're going to yeah. cover, maybe. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so far, uh, so far, this is what we have ready for you. This is maybe not the order that these will appear in. Um, but we have a guest who will talk to you about queer theology, about womanism, which is Black women's uh, theology. We have someone who will talk to you about transgender and Latinx theology. Uh, we have someone talking to you about queer theology. Feminist theology, yeah. Black liberation theology. Yes, we have black liberation uh, theology coming up. Uh, we have Asian American. And then we have our our final guest uh, that we'll be interviewing. We'll also be talking about like trans, Jewish, and poetry. So there's a ton coming up. Yeah, and as of this recording right now, as you're listening to this, we have already behind the scenes recorded like most of the things in this series. So we can tell you right now that these are some of the best episodes that we have ever recorded. I mean, I don't want to exaggerate, but I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, seriously, I cannot wait for our listeners to hear uh, these episodes. Because, My soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. And so please do not miss this series. It's You're going to learn so much. It's going to blow your mind in a very good way. Yeah. Yeah. If you've been wondering, like, does race matter when talking about spiritual journey? Yes. <laughs> does sexual orientation matter? Yes. Does gender matter? Yeah. Yes. And we're, yes. these guys yes. are going to tell you exactly how in their own lives, all these things are really important. Yeah. And then the way we're doing it too, format wise, it's not a heretic of the week kind of a thing like we typically do, because what we really felt like was we, the four of us, don't necessarily have the expertise to talk about this kind of, these kind of topics. Uh, we would just be like, you know, bullshitting it. So we don't want to do that. So we wanted, so instead, <laughs> we wanted to bring in people who really live this and understand this in a very deep, deep way and have them come on, not for like a 20 minute heretic of the week segment, but really have them be a four, a fifth, uh, you know, co-host to, to yeah. sit and um, exactly. have a long, so really the entire episode throughout the new colonizing series will be deep dive conversations with these people. Uh, on these topics. And it's good stuff, guys. It's so, so good. Yeah, it's something to definitely look forward to. And I, and I like that that we emphasize uh, that all these things do matter because sometimes we hear, oh, this doesn't matter. What really matters is, and then it's this white theological sort of lens. Oh, the, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. It, yes, yeah, these things <laughs> actually do. It yes. does matter. And like you said, these guests or co-hosts actually will explain will spend nearly an hour with us telling you why it matters and and I I'm confident that everyone listening is going to at the end of each go okay I get why it matters now. Yeah. No doubt. Completely. And so what else yeah what else do we have going on in 2022? We probably parables, definitely decolonizing. Should we should we care to make educated guesses or should we <laughs> Well then with the, then those become promises. And become so promises, I don't know, right? We can yeah, we promise. make a promise. I think, yeah, <laughs> this I mean we we did we're doing, you know, as many as six of these decolonize. That's going to take us pretty much through spring. So parables another, you know, couple months and so who who knows what we'll come up with? Uh, there is also a rumor that we will have a board game in 2022. <gasps> yeah. I, I know we've announced it before, <laughs> but I just, I know our producer is listening today. So I just wanted to throw that out there, put a little, uh, little fire under him. If, okay, how about this? If the board game isn't released by the time we do Parables 2, the each parable that we write might have a particular theme. 
about like lost <laughs> games, there about delayed yes. gratification, that's true. something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I sense a theme. Maybe, maybe our producer should pay us. <laughs> there you go. Every every uh, every episode that goes by that there, the board game has not been made available. Yeah, he owes us something. We're gonna put something. There you go. Instead of a swear jar, every episode we put Boom. we put. $500 in the car. Let's go. say $500. That's good. Meanwhile, our is just putting other series ideas in the chat and ignoring <laughs> our, our suggestions. So. <laughs> oh, Ra- Ralph just put on an Amazon order for adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had, I, we had talked about this is possible. This might happen this year, I guess. We talked about possibly doing a series on uh, the Apocrypha or on the Gnostic Gospels, like the Gospel of Thomas, Mary Magdalene, Gospel of Philip. Gospel of Peter, Gospel of Judas, because um, we never touched those, and those could be a lot of fun. So who knows? Maybe we will. Let us know if you're if you would like us to do that, and uh, you know we might might put that on the front burner. All right. Let's let's raise a let's raise a glass to 2021. Yep. Everyone, take a swig. Yeah, and I guess Jamal didn't make it. Uh, he's uh, he was stuck in traffic or something. So uh, time is relative. It doesn't exist. We, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive you, Jamal. You know what? I declare. I'm declaring 2022 the year that maybe we'll all meet in person. That would be wonderful. <laughs> At least put the plans yeah. in motion. Ooh, that would be great. Listen, if we can all get together in Ireland, <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Oh hell yeah! We just lifted our COVID restrictions. That would be beautiful. So we need over. we need that board game money so we can fly out there. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. All right well it's been a great recap looking forward to 2022 i i know we'll we'll kick it off with a bang with our next series but before we do that before we land let me just remind everyone if you want to binge listen if you want to check out all the old shows heretichappyhour.com in addition to the shows we have a bookstore we have swag we have all sorts of free goodies on there so make sure you head over to heretichappyhour.com and uh, spend 10, 15 minutes, look at that site and see if you like something. After you do that, post what you like on our free Facebook group, Heresy After Hours. Just today, I was talking about aliens and the Bible in Heresy After Hours. So free Facebook group, we have a couple of thousand heretics. Uh, It's really fun. So come join us and continue the conversation there. That's right. And if you like our our hotline caller, love the podcast and you you can't wait between episodes, you just want more of it, uh, the best place to find that is our Patreon page, patreon.com slash heretic happy hour. Over a hundred um, bonus episodes, bonus interview footage, um, all kinds of cool stuff. You won't believe the stuff that's on there. It's go, you got to go check it out. And if you do support us already, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much to us. Um, and so we, we really appreciate your support. And if you want to connect with the heretic happy hour, listen, Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Do it. I mean, five-star. Not not four-star, not three-star, not two-star, but five fucking stars. Because this will help advance the cause of the Heretic Happy Hour. And you, you, yes, you, will be part of that amazing assistance and revelation mm. preach let's pass the plate <laughs> where's my fucking organ <laughs> we need an organ producer please find a uh, Hammond B3 organ sample somewhere you're goddamn you know, right organs are a dime a dozen from every closing church 
Get him like two for a dollar. Right. <laughs>